Welcome to Through the Lens of Christ, a podcast designed to have conversation about things that are happening in culture, questions that we may have theologically, um, and other questions that impact our day in and day out lives. Our desire is to be able to build these conversations and to be able to get us to critically think, not just about the events that are happening, but how do we see these events through the lens of Christ. I hope you enjoy the conversation, and I hope it helps you to critically think through issues in our lives. We're back again for our third episode in this series on hypocrisy. Um, I'm not sure that we were any uh, more structured in the last one. I know we're going to be more structured on this one because we're going to follow somebody else's outline, so we should be fine. Um, But I'm here, uh, as always, with Steve Douster. How are you doing, Steve? Good, Adam. How are you? Good. Good. Um, And as we talk about uh, hypocrisy, so we've landed on what it is and and, and the idea that we all need to acknowledge that we're hypocritical, not a... I'm not, or I've worked hard to not be, or I know that I, I'm not. Like, you are, I am, we all are. In Christ, we don't have to be. And so how do we continue to lean on him? We talked very briefly about spiritual disciplines and and being uh, more anchored in word and study and prayer and uh, community with other people, being uh, truth seekers and truth tellers. And how do we do all those things together so that we can participate in the sanctification process so that we be may become more like Christ, more of the very image of God. And uh, John Piper did a, a message on this and has a, a pretty good outline. So obviously we're not going to walk through um, his text, but I think some of the points in the outline are really good and, and really good discussion points. So, Steve. Yeah, I, and I feel like I should almost apologize for these last these last episodes just because they are so disjointed. But I, but I have to say I don't know how to organize all this because this hypocrisy thing it pervades everything about our lives. Mm-hmm. So where do you start and how do you how do you put that together? Um, it's it's really kind of difficult. It just goes off in all these different rabbit trails that I think we've done. So hopefully, you know, anybody that gets to listen to this will make some sense out of all that and and just be inquisitive. And dive into scripture. We'll give some scripture today that perhaps will help. Yeah, and I think to, to your point, I mean, even when you brought up this this topic, because um, you talked about my message, and I didn't, I wasn't thinking about my message in terms of hypocrisy, but it's exactly what we're talking about. Right. And um, when you were uh, when you shared earlier today, um, I thinking about it all day, it just comes back like every aspect. I'm thinking. I'm a hypocrite there and I'm a hypocrite there. And it's not just that I say, you know, I don't do this, but not that I say don't smoke and then I smoke. Right. Sure. It's like that. That is usually what people look at for these very clear points of you said not to do something. It's the the do as I say, not as I do. And therefore you're a hypocrite. Right. And what we're really saying is there's a, a far deeper issue at work than just these necessarily tangible, obvious things. Um, and, and when you start looking, you go, man, I am. I am hypocritical there. I do. Uh, I am more performative than I would like to be. I know that there are these uh, emotions, feelings, things that are driving that are not pure. We're, you know, Paul says that we should look on everything that is pure and good and noble and lovely. And I, I know that sometimes I look at, at things through a, a perverted lens. And how do I make sure that I'm I'm trying to lean back on Christ and I'm trying to put my trust in him? And um, so I think it's I think that you can listen to these episodes and um, see that they're pretty disjointed and go, ah, I don't really understand that. What I hope that that as people are listening that they would do is say, it's disjointed because it effectively touches every aspect of our lives. And we could talk about this for another 100 hours and not get through it. And if we really step back and start to say, 
not again, I think I, I think I shared in the last one, not am I hypocritical, but how am I being hypocritical? Yep. I think we'll find ourselves in a place of conviction, which is where we should desire to be so that we may come to repentance and we may continue to enjoy the fruits of repentance. Yeah, I, absolutely. I amen to all that. Uh, another way to describe what you just said, I think, is we're all legalists. Mm-hmm. We were born legalists, and we live as legalists, and we promote legalism. We're looking for formulas. We're looking for um, laws and rules to follow so that we can get the things that we want, um, rather than looking to God and His in His ways and, and letting Him fill us with His Holy Spirit so that we will want the things that we we need and the things that will fulfill us the most. So we're 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 looking for formulas and we're looking for doing things to get something in return, rather for our own personal self ending within ourself, which is going to end at the end of our life rather than looking to eternal things um, where we, we these things flow through us and God gifts us with a clear conscience and no more hypocrisy um, in the life to come where we can live forever with him uh, who is the who is the opposite of a hypocrite yeah which we could actually become f- more hypocritical by trying to not be hypocritical right if we're anchoring on ourselves to do it that's exactly right yeah yeah so so we must focus on our something outside of ourself, which is Christ. So this is this whole exercise, these last three episodes, should be, if I was to say, it's, it should be a turning from ourself outward to Jesus. Constantly, constantly turning outward to Christ. Who is he? Love him. Know him. Respond to him. Um, emulate him. Love others like he loves us. Um, rather than turning to ourself for answers and for actions and for um, laws to follow and rules to follow. Yes. They're the wrong rules and laws. Yes. Okay. So so what does the good Pastor John have to tell us? Uh, the good Pastor John, and this is pretty fun because it was like back in 2004, I think, was when this was the, when he had this message. So I'm sure it'll be in the show notes tagged. Uh, it's on Romans 12, 9, let love be genuine. And I think we mentioned that, that the literal ter- rendering of that is let love be without hypocrisy. So he did a message. Um, he, he mentions a couple different things. First of all, he starts with, two manifestations of hypocrisy. And the first one he mentions is hypocrisy tries to make the outside look better than the inside. And of course, where does he go to for that? But, you know, the Pharisees, talking about the Pharisees, you know, cleaning the outside of the cup when the inside of the cup is is filthy. So that's not the way it should work. We clean the inside of the cup needs to be cleaned first, then the outside will also be taken care of. So and we, we clean the outside better than we desire to clean the inside because it impresses other people. Exactly. Right. So we're trying to put an image out there of someone who we're not on the inside. Our inside is corrupt and filthy and a mess. And really what we should be doing is loving Jesus and focusing on him and letting him by grace fill us through faith um, with his mercy and his change uh, changing us in his sanctification. Mm-hmm. That's what we should be doing. So 1 Corinthians 13.3 is a verse that was used as reference, Matthew 15.7, and also Matthew 23.25 and 27. So he, he just mentions that the first way hypocrisy shows itself is when we hide internal sin by putting up a moral, a moral external front. So we're trying to show people we're somebody that we're not in, it does, it, in whatever way it might be. So that's a sin that's that's hypocrisy which it happens to everybody right we see pastors falling we see church leaders falling we see uh, people in the pews falling the the challenge becomes when we're not open with people about we struggle yeah. right? We, right we have sin i'm like 
I don't mind standing up front and saying, this is what I struggle with. When we go through text, I don't mind saying, man, this was massively convicting because I, I mean, I, I am who I am. You, yeah, we are who we are. And so we can do that to a degree, but, but even if we know who we are today, even, you know, you and I are adults. I mean, we're, we're, well into adulthood, <laughs> as a matter no of fact. Mistaking no mistaking that yeah. at all. But but even that, we only know ourselves to a certain degree. Every day that we live with Jesus, he's showing us more and more of who we are. So the more he shows us of who we are, gives us the opportunity to reflect who we are and what he's done for us yeah. to others. So so young people might might think they're some they know themselves. Um they don't know they don't know themselves. Yeah. I, I feel like I barely know myself sometimes and, and it's all because of what Christ has shown me that I know anything about myself at all. Well, it's, so well that's a as we were going through Sermon on the Mount, I think Pastor Dan talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but um when he says that that if if our right hand offends us cut it off right the point is that as christ shows us shows us more of who we are we should be so repulsed by that that we will do whatever it takes to get that out of our lives not that we're trying to to clean ourselves up but because he's actually shown us who he is and who we are and we will go to any length to be more like him and less like us right get the filth out of me not mm-hmm. so that people will th- see me for some jewel that I am, but that they'll see Jesus for the jewel that he is. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, the second manifestation of hypocrisy that John Piper talks about. Hypocrisy shows itself by hiding our own flaws, by drawing attention to other people's flaws so that ours don't show up so clearly. Um, that is such a thing, right? So so, so this is the shiny object thing, right? It's like, look over here um, at my, at, you know, at, or, or where, where does this where does this happen? This happens with our spouses, right? We're in an argument with our spouse. They're saying things about us that we don't like, and so what we do is we say something about that. Well, well, you, well, you did this, or you do this, or you. Here's the other one. You always, you always, and and, and we're we're telling them things. What we're doing is deflecting the attention off of ourselves and putting it somewhere else because we don't want to be hurt. Yeah, yeah. I would I would never say you always. Yeah, <laughs> almost always, usually, or yeah, but right. right. But no, you're you're a hundred percent right. I mean, I, I catch myself in the in the, the the you know times that we're having disagreements at home, and we talk about this as speaking loudly, right? Yes, yes. When we're when we're speaking loudly at home, and uh, you know, I constantly find myself that I am way more comfortable speaking into her life absolutely right i mean because i we man that's a couple of podcasts Steve. we could talk about this for a long time but me i no, i i don't want the light turned back on me and i'm not right. going to be the first one that does it so you're right and not only that i have a hard time doing it mm-hmm. because i'm so wrapped up in myself that i actually have a much harder time criticizing myself than my wife does it's very easy for her to do it. and I'm, yeah. I'm not saying this in a bad way it's that i so i so reject um, my own problems and that I have them that I really focus on everybody else's problems is a natural part of my daily life. Right. Um, I, I spend much more time thinking about what I see around me and being disgusted by it or disturbed by it when I really should be much more disturbed by myself. Yes. Well, and it's a, you know, people often will say, and I've done this too, well, no, I'm super self-critical, right? So I don't, it's not, I'm very self-critical. It actually ends up being a very strong point of pride, which goes back to this idea yes. of being hypocritical because I can say I'm self, I'm self-critical to a fault. Right. 
all I'm saying is, is you don't need to tell me, Steve. Like you don't need to you don't need to be a truth teller to me because I've already got it. So you stay over there, I'll stay over here and I will retain my my hypocrisy. Right. And yeah. Right, right. I, I'm right. I'm, I'm an open book. Just ask me a question, I'll give you the answer. Right. Well, only only to the degree that you either know yourself or to the degree that you want to share with me, because yeah. you're because you're still walling yourself off, whether you yeah. say it or not. Right. Either you're deluded, yeah. so deluded yeah. by your own self, or you're you're actively being a hypocrite, perhaps, right. and probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Yes. Not so bad. All right, we got to keep going. We'll never get done. Um, so hypocrisy shows itself by hiding your own flaws and accentuating the others. This is a thing in marriage. Luke six forty two is a verse that uh, would show would show that or help us see that. Um, then Piper says two other things. Two aims of hypocrisy. Aim number one was we aim to get and keep the praise and approval of other people. This is what's important to us. We don't we don't feel comfortable going it alone. Um, we don't feel comfortable being true to who we are as actual the way God sees it. Um, we actually want to make sure that people um, um, acclaim us, that we feel good about ourselves, and that they they acknowledge who we are and our value. It's a it's it's a definite thing. So uh, Matthew six two and five, love doesn't seek the approval of others, rather. It doesn't think highly of itself. It doesn't think much about itself at all. The command to love without hypocrisy is really a command to know Christ and love Christ and to find our satisfaction in Christ so we don't crave the praise of men at all anymore. And That's I think the idea. Th- this is the one that, uh, as I read through uh, his message, that um, this is where we're at as a world right now. And this idea that we define love outside of Christ, we define what it is, and then we want to sit ourselves up on a pedestal because we're the most loving. And look, look what I look how much I'm a champion for this cause. Look how much, you know, that's a common vernacular, right? I'm I'm a a, an ally. I'm a champion. I'm doesn't that doesn't that mean that I'm the most loving? And how much more can I do? And but it's all about self. And candidly, it's not loving because we're embracing things that do not bring us back to Christ. Right. And so, but we claim it under the guise of love. We claim it and all the whether it's a black lives matter uh, movement whether it's a, a movement against the sanctity of marriage whether it's a a movement towards uh, I, I, what is it love is love like all of those aspects are just different ways to pull us away from christ and what is most important and try to shine a light on how great we are and how i'm so inclusive i'm so amazing i'm so and really what we're being called to do is take all of that diversity that that we've been given all the things that that we think are separating us and allow that to come into Christ. He becomes the, the great unifier. And then we see all of that, all of the good diversity that we have. So I'm talking about uh, racial issues and all like all the, the different races are all really good. We're going to see them all in heaven. We're going to all be celebrating together. And and right now we're spending so much time trying to prove like, oh, I, I'm a I'm a champion for this group. I'm a champion. No, Christ is the champion for these groups. Right. I want to follow the victor. I don't need to have be a champion. We outdo one another 
in honoring ourselves. Yes, that's what <laughs> it is. It's what it is. So yeah. we do, we're just stepping all over everyone else so that we can be honored ourselves, not to honor Christ. And diminishing those who, who I think that the church, the church, has done a huge disservice in projecting love in Christ right now in our culture. But even when it's done um, reasonably well and we're really trying to bring people to Christ, the world is diminishing that as unloving right. so that their the focus is not on glorifying God or or Christ or right, who he is the focus I, I cannot lose the focus on glorifying me and building this tower of Babel that I've built and it's it's a shame yeah that's 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 shot our culture shot through with that yep. uh, there it's it's all about the here and now it's all about the temporal it's all about me 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 yep. um there's it's walled off from the spirit world which is as we understand it, the true world right, right? this yep. is just a shadowlands we're living in and right. the true world is actually the spirit world that we can see with new spirit eyes when we become a believer when we repent and believe through faith right. in jesus christ and if if as believers if our love were more genuine if we continued to focus more on Christ and how do we reveal him, could we work past some of the hypocrisy that we present and actually be the light of Christ that we've been called to be? Yeah, even if it's to say, to be honest, to say, I am <laughs> I am a hypocrite, like yeah. the Alcoholics Anonymous. Right. <laughs> yes. I am a hypocrite, right? right? And, and, God, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm recovering from that, yeah. not because of anything that's in me, yeah. but because of what God does in my life. So do you want to yeah. be a hypocrite or a non-hypocrite? Uh, then know Jesus. Yes. Uh, that's the only way not to be or to be less of a hypocrite yes. and to have that come out of our lives. Yeah, yeah that's definitely a thing. Uh, final thing. So finally, on the second aim of hypocrisy, which I think is an interesting take, uh, we aim to cover sins that may have nothing to do with how we are posturing and posing. Uh, Luke 13, 14 to 15, if you want to look that up. And here's a, a statement on it. We hide other sins by portraying a religious zeal. Mm-hmm. It covers our love of other things. This could be any idol in our lives. It could be money or possessions or prosperity or pornography or whatever it might be. It's, it's, we, we've got this thing that we want to protect, and we're going to find a way to protect it by diverting the attention to something else, to some other area where I'm going to act like I'm really involved and I'm really putting it out there um, so that I don't get found out for who I am in some area of my life. Yeah. The first, I know this is probably a terrible thing, but the first thing that comes to my mind Ravi Zacharias, yeah. but it also, but yeah. but every single person comes to mind, including myself. Right, you're you're, right. you're doing things so that people don't yeah. discover who you are in this other area, yeah. and it's it's a huge problem. Yeah, I mean it's it's a yeah. problem for pastors. Yep. It's a problem for people with pornography, whatever yeah. it might be. I mean, you hear stories about people that are, you know are really on fire against some vice, and it turns out that they're doing the vice right. themselves. Right. Um. In yeah. in the back, and they're yeah. all this other stuff is a big front so they don't get found out for who right. they really are yep. in some other area. Well, yeah, because uh, he talked about it, whether in this point or another one, but you know, we, we diminish certain sins. And so the things that I'm doing are not nearly as bad as the things that you're doing. So I need right. to make sure that I focus on those things to shine a light on that because what I'm doing really isn't that big a deal. And that just means we don't have a good understanding of sin. Right, because I have good intentions in other areas that outweigh that. Right. 
Yeah, which goes back to the legalistic idea and the idea of works-based, and I'm just I'm trying to impress God so that he'll be impressed by me so that he'll save me or continue to save me, and it's a completely—there's no assurance in that. It's all built on our own effort and works, whereas if we were just honest, and which goes back to the Alcoholics Anonymous thing, if we—the beginning is admitting you have a problem, right? Admitting that I've—man, I, I am— hypocritical. I am a sinner who needs to be saved. And I don't just need to be saved yesterday, no, right? I, he needs to continue to save me. And I'm so thankful that we have a, a persevering God who's going to continue to save me every day because I, I need it now just as much as I did a second ago. Yeah, there's good news in that. The, the, the other thing I think is a protection against hypocrisy is relationships, deepening and deeper relationships with other people. So so hypocrisy doesn't, you, you don't know someone as a hypocrite unless you really start getting to know them and you get to know them in new and deeper ways. So when those kind of things start happening, now hypocrisy can be worked out. So, so if you don't want to be a hypocrite, follow Jesus into deepening relationships and knowing people well and deeply. And then the, then the hypocrisy will start getting weeded out yes. because, because yep. you can work on each other and the, the Christ in each one of those people can start being seen for what it, for who he is. And then that's how, that's how real change happens. So yep. uh, we talked about that last night at our small group. I mean, small groups are great for that. Deep friendships are really helpful yep. for that. Uh, deep friendships that have a foundation on Jesus Christ, um, not some you know, unbalanced foundation with someone in the world, one foot in the world and one out of it, or both feet in the world. That's not the thing. Yeah. It's Christian, Christian fellowship uh, with believers that are committed to following Christ from now until forever. Right. And we don't like being vulnerable with one another because we don't no. We don't want them to think about us the way we think about us. And right. so we've got to be willing to be vulnerable. I had somebody a couple of years ago I shared, I think, I was talking about something I struggle with. I think he was talking about anger or something. And after the service, they said, I can't follow a pastor who struggles with things like this. And I'm like, I I don't know where you're going to go, but I get it, right? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like sounds like you're going to be your own pastor. Right. That's what it sounds to me like. I don't know what to say about that. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But again, we, we don't want to see... We don't want others to see us in our weakness. We don't want to be vulnerable with one another. And you're right. We, in order to get past the hypocrisy, we need to lean on Christ more, which is going to be found in in deep relationships together. That's where we see Jesus uh, outside of the scriptures and you know the presentation of the Holy Spirit through the scriptures and in nature, relationships. Amen. So, thank you, Steve. Thanks, Adam.